Welcome to the Wesleyan Podcast, bringing you news and financial tips for doctors, dentists, teachers and lawyers. And now, here's your host. Hello, I'm Neil Whelan, PR Manager at Wesleyan. This podcast episode looks at things you need to consider when ensuring your surgery or practice and how to make sure you're properly protected with the right cover in place. Kabir Ahmed and David Renard from Wesleyan's surgery insurance team are our experts on the matter and asking them the questions is Marketing Communications Manager Pauline Ford. I just wanted to talk to you about surgery insurance in general, a general overview, but the first question I wanted to ask was what mistakes do people make when choosing their surgery insurance? Uh, I wouldn't say it's mistakes, I'd probably say not understanding the policy and what cover is needed. Um, we all think about, when we buy insurance, things like covering for flood, fire and theft, the big ones. Mm-hmm. But often we overlook things like trips and falls, accidental damage, um, or loss of stock, particularly mm-hmm. in a business air insurance. Um, so if you're a surgery, things like drugs, vaccines, they're overlooked. Mm-hmm. Then there's the issue around what the insurers require. So if you don't understand the policy in terms of the sort of minimum standards you have to meet, so things like health and safety or even having adequate security, mm-hmm. that could affect your insurance. So what kind of things should practices be looking at to ensure they are properly insured and properly covered? Um, I'd probably say the first thing to look at is the sums insured. So again, you, you want to make sure you're not underinsured mm-hmm. or overinsuring yourself. So by underinsuring, you, you could lose out when, when, when you do claim. Mm-hmm. Or by overinsurance, uh, overinsurance, you might be paid more for what you actually mm-hmm. don't need. Um, so the first thing is getting the sums insured correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so building sums insured is probably one where a lot of people struggle with mm-hmm. because what's the building worth? Yeah. We always think about how much we paid for it, but that's not necessarily the case. Mm-hmm. It's more about what we, what we would cost actually to rebuild that should you uh, yeah. have an unfortunate loss of the whole building. Um, then there's the content, so um, thinking about everything within the yeah. property. Yeah, they need to make sure that they've, they've got the, the correct cover uh, to replace all of their items with the equivalent items, brand new, mm-hmm. rather than some, some people just base it on, on, on what the second-hand value would be. Yes. All, all our policies are new for old, so they should have enough cover to replace mm-hmm. the, all the contents with the equivalent items, brand new. Um, they, they also need to look at business interruption cover, which is really important mm-hmm. should they have a, a, a really bad loss such as a fire yeah. or a flood and um, the insurance company would then pay for any loss of income they incurred. And is that inc- all incorporated in certain insurance automatically or is that something that needs to be? It, well it, generally surgery insurance is a, it's a package policy mm-hmm. so it covers the, the contents, the buildings, um, it covers business interruption, uh, employers liability public liability as well. And I think just going back to sort of sums insured, um, it's quite key to look for an insurer who helps you to work out what that sums insured mm-hmm. might be. So look for an insurer who will help you work out that uh, sums insured, say might, yeah. they might offer appraisal service or something. Yeah. I'd strongly recommend you take something like that. Wesleyan actually can provide a free appraisal service. Mm-hmm. Which we, we've many of our customers have found useful, mm-hmm. and it's it's also highly highlighted when they've been underinsured, yeah. and also if if they don't meet the, the security requirements of certain insurance companies. All right. Because if 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 you haven't got the minimum security, mm-hmm. um, and say for example you had a break in, yeah. um, the insurance company could 
refuse to pay the claim. Oh, and, right. that, and that's been hard. And this is highlighted in the appraisal. Yeah, yeah. The, we've got a, a fully qualified person who does the appraisals. Um, she used to be a loss adjuster, so she'd go out um, do an assessment of the contents and the buildings and the actual security as well. I mean, on the appraisals we did last year, we looked back at sort of what were the findings that we found 92% mm. uh, of surgeries that we did go through, yes. our appraisal went out to, there were some material facts that were either wrong or not complying with insurance. Right, so, so that's not saying, high. Yeah, it is very high. And I, it, so what happens, um, I think you touched upon it briefly, but what happens if damage... Um, there's damage to the practice that causes it to shut down completely. For we're looking at sort of two to three months of the practice being closed down. Yeah, the, this would this would come under the, the business interruption mm -hmm. section. Uh, the insurance company, um, we, we would ask what what the annual income of the practice is at the inception of the policy, and the business inter interruption cover would be based on that figure. Mm -hmm. We usually recommend at least twenty four months cover. Right. Just, just in case. Yeah. But um, if it's for two months, um, the the insurance company would pay uh, for loss of loss of income mm -hmm. for for that period, and if necessary, they could also pay for renting of uh, an yeah. alternative premises. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've had cases where the the insurance companies have provided uh, a porter cabin, yeah. so the the surgery can continue trading. They've, they've put it on the actual car park of the. The practice mm -hmm. while, while their main site is being rebuilt. And that, I suppose, ties in with again what to look for in an insurer. Mm -hmm. So, if you're speaking to brokers, look for a reputable insurer uh, and ask the question how long, you know, what is their average time of um, having a claim mm -hmm. processed um, and, and talk about their claims mm -hmm. history and how they look after yourselves. Because if you're running a business, you want to be up and running as soon as possible with minimum loss to your income. Um, so yeah, look for reputable insurers. And do you have to inform your insurance company if you're buying new equipment or, or is it just automatically um, assumed that you know dental or GP practices will obviously be buying new equipment throughout the year or do you have to inform them? Good question because that's another thing I suppose when, when you first ask what kind of mistakes people do forget to add things so as, they, as a business grows you will have other equipments bought in and you might spend a couple of hundred pounds a thousand pounds here and there and you sometimes overlook to add that onto the insurance and again worst happens those are things that won't be covered if you haven't told your insurers so again as and when you purchase something speak to insurers insurance brokers and get that added onto the policy. Um, with, with regards to that, we, we find a, a lot of uh, surgeries have leased equipment, mm -hmm. um, so and we're, we're able to cover that as well right. on, under the surgery insurance, no problem at all. Well, thank you both for coming to speak to me today. Um, and if anyone wants to learn more about surgery insurance through Wesleyan, they can just visit wesleyan.co.uk. And that's the end of this week's episode. You can find out more about Wesleyan's surgery insurance at wesleyan.co.uk but you can also find out about everything else we have to offer. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn. But for now, thanks for listening. Thank you.